Good morning, Delaware. I hope you're having a wonderful Friday morning. I have to say, Nicole and I are not having a fight or anything, but this will be. The, uh, the, she's been out for a couple of weeks because of some things um, at home, so uh, no problems. Everything's going to copacetic. She'll be back next week. But I am delighted to welcome as my co-host again, Molly Myers Labady. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> And our guest today is Hannah Simpson, communication specialist for the library and Nicole's right-hand person. So hi, yes. how are you doing, Hannah? Hi, good morning, good morning. We are going to talk Outlander in the second half of Outlander! the show. And maybe I will actually find out something about Outlander because I know nothing about it. But before we start, I want to thank folks at the Dublin Rotary AM Club who hosted Karen Cowan and me this morning as their speakers. I would also like to thank the uh, Powell Police Department, the Dublin Police Department, and the Delaware County Sheriff's Office for not stopping me as I drove over here from that uh, program. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, according to Google, it should have taken me half an hour, and it didn't. Okay? So, anyway. Uh, Speed limits are there for a reason. And I, I also want to thank the woman who, during the question and answer period at the at the Dublin Rotary, said that she listens to this show every week and that she enjoys it. So Aww. I hope you're listening now, and thank you for the nice welcome at the Rotary Club. So onward. So uh, uh, what what are you reading, uh, Molly? Well, I of course later I'm going to talk about Outlander, but uh, Outlander, oh, the yeah, most okay. important book series of all time. <laughs> Not to oversell Since it or Matthew, anything. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know. Yes, okay. yes. Um, actually, the other books I've been reading, I um, every now and again love to read a biography on a comedian. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites is Mindy Kaling. Oh, yeah, she's great. One of her earlier biographies, I've, I've read several of them, but mm-hmm. I finally got around to Is Everybody Hanging Out Without Me? <laughs> <laughs> Which has to be a biography that I can relate to so much. She talks about sort of being Bobo. an awkward youth. You know, just always trying to fit in, going to Hollywood. She's not really your typical Hollywood type either. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, she just makes you kind of fall back in love with her. Like, I want to watch everything she's ever done. I've watched the Mindy Kaling show. I've watched The Office. Because she's just real about who she is, too. She talks about dieting in this one, which may be one of my favorite things ever because it's her hobby. (laughs) <laughs> sure, she as just, we all have those. Yes, and she just talks about it as, you know, I can't wait. She'll she'll be honest. I never, you know, get skinny or anything, but I love talking about, reading about, and seeing what the new diet is that I need to be on. And it's just so refreshing because I can't tell you how many times that's been my hobby. <laughs> so is everyone hanging out without me and other concerns by Mindy Kaling? I highly suggest this book to anybody who just wants to read about someone who's doing really well in this world and has all the same problems as the rest of us and just (laughs) laughs about them. (laughs) I'm with you. I love reading autobiographies by comedians. There's some really great ones out there. Um, Steve Martin's Born Standing Up is hysterical. Um, I also like uh, the um, ones Martin Short has written a couple. Yes, um, yes. And I asked for, and I think I'm going to get, so uh, for, for Christmas, Mel Brooks just did his autobiography. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm going to be talking about that one on the show in January. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, Hannah, what are you, you are one of the most voracious readers I know. Yes. So oh, what, what are you, you reading now? Um, I am currently listening to, speaking of uh, very famous people with problems we relate to, <laughs> these people have all sorts of problems that I cannot relate to because I am reading Vanderbilt by <gasps> Anderson Cooper. Oh, um, that yeah. is on my list. One of, I'm listening to it, which is always so nice to just, you know, hang out with Anderson, yes. have him tell me some stories. Um, I really love, I don't like to read books that are, I can relate to. 
Yeah. I, life is, I, I get my life. I live my life. <laughs> I don't need to read books about people like me. I love, <laughs> love reading about ultra wealthy, like gilded age or 20s, mid-century, very rich. Like I love, I'll read about the Kennedys or something. Yes. But the Vanderbilts are, this starts with the Commodore and works its way down the family tree and then pops back up to the 1660s and... Yeah. Anything I've ever read about that family, I just can't even. I mean, talk about not relating. Oh, it's great. I can't even fathom what that experience can be yes. like. The chapter I'm, I just finished was about um, Alva uh, Vanderbilt. She she was sort of trying to make a coup in the social scene in the 1890s, and she held a ball that cost in today's money 6.25 million dollars for a single for ball. a single party oh, and she yeah and it's it just the opulence and they have hothouse orchids because it's held in like right after lent it's right after easter so that people are you know like ready to cut loose after lent and she just steals it right out from under the asters and i'm just like oh wow. you, you're a smart girl I'm, <laughs> I'm here for this <laughs> i don't even know what i would do throwing a party today for that much i would be looking for ideas. I have some ideas. <laughs> I, I've, I've got some things in my head that I would do. Hmm. I'm just wondering who I would hire for the entertainment for that kind oh. of money. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. We could get Mindy Kaling. I'm thinking about costumes now, and I'm like, eh, yes, because mine would have historical. to be a costume party. They, yeah. It was. It was a. It was mm-hmm. a costume party. Um, it was before while homes were still mostly gaslit. Someone came as an electric light, and she had electric lights in her hair. Wow. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. You know, there were your Cleopatras, your Joan of Arcs, your... Oh, man. Your Alexander the Great. And Anderson <laughs> Cooper's such a good writer. Like, we know him as a journalist, but I read the letters he mm-hmm. and his mother wrote to each other when the rainbow... It's like when the rainbow comes and goes or something. It was towards the end of her life, and they yeah. decided to write letters to each other. And, and that's sort of how he got to this book. Is that he he prefaces the book in the prologue. I was raised a Cooper. I knew my mother was a Vanderbilt, but I did not associate with that. Mm-hmm. I still feel more like a Cooper, and I didn't want anything to do with my Vanderbilt side. And then once my mother died, I was going through boxes, and I was finding marriage certificates, and I was finding mm-hmm. stories and journals, and uh, there is a treasure trove of American history sitting in my mother's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is how... I, and I, I, it would be an in-service to myself and to the world to not tell these stories. Well, and as a journalist, too, he recognizes how important yeah. those papers are because, you you know, that's how you write mm-hmm. is from, mm-hmm. from those kind of archives. That's great. Yeah. So, very yeah. cool. So I'm going to talk about something I think either you or Jay and I actually put out a, a, a piece about recently. And that is a service that's available on our website called Very Short Introductions, which I had never heard of. Now, when I was in high school, I think it was, there was a series of books called The Browsers or the uh, the, the Bluffers Guides. Mm-hmm. And it was a way of getting a little bit of information about a subject so you could talk about it like at a dinner party or something. And basically, that's what this is. If you really want to know something about a subject you know nothing about, uh, let's say you're going to be a Jeopardy contestant, you know nothing <laughs> about archaeology, uh, or, or just you just want to learn a little bit something, this is a series of books, electronic books, uh, published by the Oxford University Press, that are the perfect way to get ahead in a new subject really quickly. And uh, from their website, it says, uh, very short introductions provide concise, intelligent introductions to a verse, diverse range of subject areas. All titles are written by experts in their field who combine facts, analysis, new ideas, and enthusiasm to make challenging topics highly readable. I printed out, just for myself, just the titles that have been published this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to pull out a few of them and, and to show the diversity because it is an amazing diversity. Pakistan, 
The Virgin Ooh. Mary, American Intellectual History, Climate Change, Amphibians, Jewish Literature, Biochemistry, Samurai, The Virtues, uh, Music, The Cold War, Neoliberalism, The American South, uh, Human Physiology. I mean, that is all over the place. It is truly all over the place. Now, these guides are uh, usually less than 100 pages, and some of them even have short YouTube videos that give you an overview of the overview. <laughs> so it's it's a really nice series, uh, and it's um, they have lots of links so that if you get interested in something, for example, you can find a lot more information. They've got a whole more information area. They've got Facebook groups that if you start reading one, you want to talk to other people who are reading the same book, you can jump into their Facebook groups and, mm-hmm. and talk about those. They have other helpful resources besides just the other books. Um, and they also have resources for authors. So if you're writing about something and need more information, uh, you need a different level than if you're just kind of a curious uh, civilian trying to find out things about it. We, ha- uh, we have a subscription to this, so you can check these books out. You can download them, read them uh, online, or read them at, at home. Uh, the same way you can do with with any of our our ebooks, but I was just so blown away by the different uh, the level of topics. There's about 450 of them that are available. Uh, a few of them there are both a first and a second edition, so the the total number of unique titles is probably right around 400. But when you think about it, that's probably more than most universities yes. have majors or uh, even sometimes subject classes. So it's a really good cross-section. Um, now, the library has the subscription to this. We, we get this, uh, I believe, as part of our, our package with, uh, with the state. But it's, uh, again, it, it's as close as your library card. It's as close as yeah. your phone. It's as close as your, 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 uh, your PC at work or your laptop. So, we have so many amazing hidden gems right, right and, there. And this is right off the website uh, on the resources page. So help yourself. Take advantage of it. That's what we've got it for. So uh, I hope you'll enjoy it again. It's called Very Short Introductions. And uh, if you can't find a subject in there that you would like to know more about, you are not a very curious person. <laughs> so we're going to take a break here, and we're, I'm, we're actually breaking just a little early because I know you two have so much oh, you want to talk about Outlander. <laughs> so I, I would not want us to delay getting into Outlander. So we're going to take our break here, and when we come back, we're going to we'll, we'll talk uh, what isn't historical fiction, what isn't fantasy, because the author yes. doesn't want to be... she doesn't. She's fiction. Yes, she's fiction. We'll talk more about that. Uh, okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Stay tuned. And that's Gage Tellus on the board and on the weather, and we are so happy to have you engineering for us. Thank you, Gage. Appreciate you. And we are going to talk all things Outlander. Now, I don't know anything about Outlander. So, literally, I mean, I know that people are fanatical about it. And like me? Like you. Uh-huh. Yes, I'd be... Yeah, so you've been waiting for this new go go tell the bees about it or whatever it's called for like months. Because Droughtlander is over. <laughs> well, it's over for the book readers. Yes. It's not over for the TV uh, watchers until February March March sixth. March sixth. <laughs> okay. well, originally they were telling us February and then they moved it to March sixth. So, oh no, so we're trying well, to cram my 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 boyfriend to get him caught up. So that we can watch it as they come out. It's really important. I, I'm actually debating whether I'm going to have a watch party, but let's explain Hold Outlander. It. Yes, yes, yeah, okay. right. <laughs> so, in a couple of sentences, what is this, and why are people so fanatical? About it, it is a kind of. It's a when you say the premise of the first book, it sounds ridiculous, but it's incredible. It, but it's incredible. So the premise, George, may I, Molly? Because <laughs> yes, you're you going to go. You may. I know. I'm going to be on the new book. So is. That in 1945, a World War II nurse and her husband, who have been apart because of the war, go on a second honeymoon to Scotland. To She's reconnect. English. To reconnect, to establish 
that love and feeling. Mm -hmm. And while she's there, she happens to touch this a standing stone in a circle of stones and is sucked back in time to 1743 uh -huh. into Highland culture with the clans and into the middle of a clan clash. And Culloden happens and the those dang Englishmen, those redcoats. British. It's very, very easy for an American to love these books because <laughs> we don't mess with no redcoats. No. <laughs> no. We don't. No. So this is Fifty Shades of Plaid. Oh, it, it is. There, it, does get, it gets a little spicy. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Especially the first book. Yeah. I don't know if anything mm. ever catches the spice in that first book. But it's the story of originally Frank and Claire, and then it becomes the story of Jamie a Highlander in Claire, and Claire is the nurse from 1943 who gets pulled back in time. And she ends up living in time, not even knowing how she got there. Mm -hmm. And then there are these nine amazing books written of their life together, their love, their life apart without spoiling too so much. So Frank the husband in 1945? Frank's the original. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. She never takes off either of her rings. She wears a ring for Frank, and she wears a ring for Jamie. Okay. Um, but things do get very complicated very quickly. And complicated, if they were a Facebook... This family reunions would yeah, be nice. Yeah, I mean... Oh, well, notwithstanding the 200 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part. That too, yeah. Or, you know, Highland culture as a whole, and, mm. you know, you go through the Scottish Revolution against the British, and then you go against... The American Revolution, because it takes us through time, with a little stop in Jamaica, which is fascinating as you go along, too. I enjoy the, the stop in, in France as well. Oh, the stop in France. The the clothes. The clothes. The clothes. Um, so are we talking about the TV series or the book here? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an interesting mix, because when you talk about fan culture, the fan culture in Outlander is what makes it. You know, I I decided to start reading some reviews. So I have to admit, I have not finished Go Tell the Bees. It was a 49-hour listen, and I still have 19 hours to go because I don't want to rush this. When it's over, I will never read this book for the first time again. This is, you know, Harry Potter. I rushed through it because I didn't want spoilers. So I'm just staying off Facebook for the most part on this one. And I promise not to give any more information that could spoil this new book. Because I have not started it yet. Yeah, I will not spoil anything. But I'll tell you, the fans are interesting because they're such a mix. They're people who watch the show, and I don't know what order you did it in. I read the books, and then I watched the show. I happen to know, hear about the show, and so I... There was a brief time in my life where I did not have internet, so I got this, the first half of the first season from the library on DVD. <laughs> oh, love the library and I, for this. And I watched it, and then the second half was on hold, and I couldn't wait. I had to know what happened, so uh -huh. I downloaded the book on ebook and read <laughs> so it that you're night. You're a blended reader. You yes, kind of I went actually back and read forth. the first nine books in two months. Eight books. <laughs> Because you no. told me you finished the. This is nine. This oh, is sorry, nine. I thought that was ten. No, this is nine. That's nine. So I read the first eight books in two months. This was supposed to be the last, but as soon as she finished it, she admitted there's going to be a tenth book. I know how it's going. We all know how it's going to end. <laughs> With their death, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I'm ready. Well, I mean, it is a fact of life, and they are living in the 1770s, and they are in their 60s and 70s, which I so. love. I love that. <laughs> I knew these characters in their 20s and 30s, and now I know them 
and who they are now in their 60s and 70s is what makes the series because they do age. Mm -hmm. They do start to hurt when they get up in the morning and, you know, hurt when they go to bed at night. And um, Diana Gabaldon is not nice to them, though. This is not for the faint of heart to read. These books are rough. I mean, they're in war, so Mm -hmm. battles are bloody. She's a nurse. And life was just hard. I mean, you go through snake bites and sword fights and gunshots. You name it, she's going to do it. Um, She doesn't veer away from rape. She doesn't veer away from the harshness of survival in the 1700s either. And so, you know, as these books go, one of the complaints on the newest book that I can tell you without spoiling too much is... Jamie and Claire are not in mortal danger at all time through this book. It's wonderful. It is. I have done eight books of them being in mortal danger every second, and I get to see them just being. Well, that's actually one of the things I like about the books as opposed to the show is that you do get full them just working in the kitchen talking to each other. You get time yeah. with just these characters you love, which... Now, Molly did say this is her the best series of all time. I'm a Harry um, Potter girl through and through. Yep. So you don't get those little intimate moments in Harry Potter where it's right. just the three of mm-hmm. them chilling in the great in the common room or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. With Outlander, because many of these books yes. are over a thousand pages, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like a thousand pages because you're just like, oh, they're drinking tea. What if you drop it on your foot? Yeah, I mean, and, or on your face <laughs> when you're reading. Oh yeah, been right, there. Yeah. The ability to love the sub characters too. This mm-hmm. this newest book is a lot about the sub characters. It's about. You know, Brianna, Jamie and Claire's daughter. It's about Ian, who is one of my all-time favorite characters ever in his life. He is Jamie's nephew. Jamie has a sister, Jenny, who Jenny is one of my other all-time favorite characters. There's some family plot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's just, she says what she thinks. She does what has to be done. But her son has always looked up to Jamie, and he's coming into his own in this book. Like, he's a man now. He's not, he always will look up to Jamie, but... People look up to him now. Mm. He leads. He protects. He does these Scottish things. And yet he's also considers him a Mohawk. He lived with the Mohawks for a while. And so you're getting... The Mohawks in North America? Yes. yes. Okay. At this point of the books, they are in the colonies. Okay. They are, right. they yes. are settled in North Carolina oh. uh, uh, by Grandfather Mountain. Okay. Yes. And have spent time up and down the coast. And we're in the midst of the revolution. All right. And another piece that I love about the revolution in Diana Gobbledone is we meet people like George Washington. And my historical boyfriend, the Marquis de Lafayette. Oh, no. When Lafayette showed up, if he doesn't show up in the series, I'm going to be so disappointed. Lafayette showed up? Yeah, he did. They were in in a camp, and a wonderful, just joyful Frenchman leads Claire to a dinner, and it's... Oh, that's Lafayette. You're right. You're right. You're right. Demoussier. Uh huh. George, are you are you okay? George and I are just taking it in. Like, exactly. Right. But the because, great thing no, is they're not no, famous. This is one of the reasons I love libraries. Is because people get excited about things I have no basic interest in. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of historical fiction, and a thousand page novel is not what I'm going to read unless we're having that author as for an author visit. We really should. I don't. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure she's in. Tell Love Jean Whitlinger, that. she's the one who does the the the, the author visits. I'm totally going to. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, this is this is really the discovering those interests and and 
getting excited about reading. That's why we exist, folks. I'm I'm eating it up. So, I, but I don't have a lot to contribute, which is why I'm just shutting up. People love for different reasons. I have a feeling Hannah and I are reading this very differently, and yet I love how she's reading it, and I love. <laughs> it's like. So you guys know I'm not really into sports ball. Mm-hmm. I go to sports ball games, though, because I love fans. <laughs> so if anything, I'm a sports ball fans fan. <laughs> I you know what that is almost the most pure thing that you could appreciate about sports. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, the way people get into it. So I'm not following what's happening on the hockey ice like you guys are. Uh, and I got ice, right? You got yeah. it. Um, yeah. You shouldn't know, call it the pitch or something. Yeah. Oh, no. The hockey pitch? I probably have. Nick called the bench the dugout a couple Ooh, months ago, okay. and he's not lived that down in my house. <laughs> <laughs> kind of works in my head from what I understand, but I'm going to go with it. So, but, you know, it's watching the fans get into it that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always tell people I'll try everything once. And it's because if I go with somebody who loves it. I get to get caught up in a world that's not mine for a few minutes. And I it's what I love about reading, too. You think with somebody else's brain for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Because mine just does the same things over and over. Yarn, outlander, yarn, outlander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is great. I've really enjoyed listening to you guys rhapsodize about this. I, seriously, I, I think it's been really uh, fascinating. And so we have ways where we're trying to get kids interested and adults. So let me talk about a couple events we've got coming up this week. We're, we're starting to ratchet down for the holidays, but mm-hmm. we do have a story time at each of our locations, at least one uh, in the week to come. Today we have uh, Powell Story Time at the Powell Municipal Building at 1030. Uh, that's on Friday if you're listening on Sunday. This is, uh, <laughs> And then on Tuesday we have Orange's Story Time at the Chiller North at 1030. Uh, story times on Wednesday at Delaware at 10:30 at the Willis Education Center and at 10:30 at the Powell Municipal Building. Then on Thursday, Orange has theirs again at the Chiller North, and Ostrander has theirs. Uh, the Orange one is at 10:30, Ostrander's at 11, and so we've got those going on. We also have our homeschool book club at the Ostrander Library. Mm-hmm. That's by registration uh, ahead of time, but that's at one o'clock on. Uh, uh, today and their theme today is Antarctica. Oh, wonderful! So each of the kids gets to pick a book that they want to talk about, and they do their own kind of a, a, a book talk about the books that they've read. So th- that's a lot of fun. And then we also have our teen advisory board, which is also a registered event coming up this Thursday. So if you're a teen who thinks they have want to give some ideas to the library about what we're doing, uh, it's a Zoom meeting. It's at four o'clock on Thursday. You are more than welcome to register for that and join the discussion. So we uh, we have lots of ways to get people as excited about whether it's Harry Potter, whether it's Outlander, whether it is uh, the complete run of books by Louise Penny like, that I'm just starting to get interested yes. in. George! <laughs> oh my gosh, Armand Gamache! I just the read the first one. That was my book last week, it and was. I've got it was ne- great. I got the second and third one coming up on they my. They just get better nightstand. and better. So, they do. Yes. Okay, oh, that's good to know I because too often I read the Sue Grafton series and I loved it till about book N mm-hmm. when it became more about family than the mystery and everything and it just uh, petered Is out. Is that where then, I take pick up? Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where you'd start to get interested. So anyway, thank you very much, Gage, for working the board for us again today. Sure. Thank you to the Friends of the Library for their sponsorship of the show. They had a wonderful media sale last week at, at mm-hmm. Orange. So uh, we're looking forward to starting up uh, book sales again in February. We have the best friends. We have great friends. They great friends wonderful. of the library. Yes. So mm-hmm. anyway, thank you, Hannah, for being here. Thank you for having me. Molly, thanks again for sitting in for Nicole again. Anytime. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you in the stacks.